And then, after me, Stinky Arts Music Mart, then a couple spots that are open. Uh, maybe that's you. Maybe you want to come in here and, uh, you know, work your uh, musicality skills on, on the people. And if you've got, like, a talking topic, hey, check out RadioFreeFargo.org, email us, and we will get back to you. There's a six-hour training that you kind of have to do, but it's nothing to it but to do it. So if you feel like Thursday is your spot, get a hold of us. Again, RadioFreeFargo.org, and we'll put you to work. 420, I open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and this Thursday's no different. Today is beautiful here in Fargo. It's phenomenal. I don't know if it's nice where you are, but here it's 70 degrees, sunny, light breeze, nary a bug. Dude. Anyway, welcome, my dudes and my ladies. We're going to talk about cannabis, cannabis legalization. We've got a North Dakota ballot initiative that's going to be voted on in November, and that's exciting. New Approach North Dakota has done their diligence, and the people have signed enough to get it on, but now it's about getting everybody together. At least 50% of North Dakotans need to vote for Measure 1. Uh, we do. We got to. So tell your friends, tell your brothers, tell your neighbors, and tell your lovers, which they're probably listening with you, feel me? Anyway, we got to vote yes on Measure 1 if we want cannabis legalized in the state of North Dakota. And if you're disgruntled with the medical program and you believe that medical should have a home grow amendum, addendum, should be able to home grow under medical. But you can't. So if you vote this through... You'll be able to grow your own medicine, and that's exciting and a worthy reason for voting yes and getting other people to vote yes as well. And we're going to talk about why you should. We're going to talk about cannabis news. Uh, Brittany Griner's looks like is going to be uh, hoping Dennis Rodman can take care of her. Apparently, Dennis Rodman's heading on over to Russia to see what he can do for Brittany Griner. It's going to be interesting. It's kind of a chuckle when you think about it, but who knows, you know? Who knows? But anyway, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Measure 1 here in the state of North Dakota. But this show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. Black Cottage... Black Cottage... Man, what is wrong with me? BlackCottageAlchemy.com. Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. You can scurry on downtown here to Tochi Products, and they'll have the body butter and candles and whatnot for you. It's made with kosher, full-spectrum CBD, North Dakota-grown hemp, seed oil, 1,600 megs of the CBD, a bunch of butters, colloidal silver, which is nature's antibiotic, they say, turmeric, arnica, comfrey, myrrh, frankincense, sage, and rosemary. They are sponsoring this show. Shout out to them for shouting me out. So support them for supporting me, and we're going to get this show on the road. I believe cannabis was created by God himself, our creator. I believe God is my, is my main man. I take orders from him, and I worship him at Antioch Church every Sunday, 11 a.m. So come on through if you want to do what I do. Uh, it is a Pentecostal church. Some people think, well, if I'm in, if I'm for cannabis, you know, I got to be. It's got to be a hippy dippy church, and I mean, it's probably the furthest from it, uh, which is kind of ironic. But uh, it is what it is, and I do what I do. And every Thursday, I come in here. I tell you guys about cannabis, the benefits of it, and the legalization issues. Preventing us from having cannabis here in the state of North Dakota. Measure 1 is going to be on the ballot. That's exciting. We're going to talk about that in the next segment as like the egregious kind of way cannabis is treated yet here in the state of North Dakota. 
And uh, there's probably some things that you're not aware of that you wouldn't be allowed to do if, in fact, you got busted for nary, nary a, uh, a cannabis crime. Now, uh, my soon-to-be son-in-law is a jailer in the western part of the state, and I know personally by getting you know caught up myself that they're really just kind of you're not really seeing a lot of people in jail for cannabis unless you're some sort of crazy kingpin but since the decrim a lot of it's just tickets but still who wants to pay a ticket you know and i would imagine the severity has has its limits in 2022 heading into 2023 but it's still prevalent i mean you certainly don't want to get caught with pot see what i did there now you know and i know that i never say anything but cannabis but if i you never want to get caught with pot i mean who's done that before i think i'm the first one that's rhymed you know i'm the first one that's rhymed at don't get caught with pot don't get caught with a lot of pot okay i'm done but anyway KRWF 95.9 RadioFreeFargo.org is where we are and what you're listening to. I'm going to talk about cannabis at 420. And the next segment, like I said, I'm going to talk about kind of the egregious kind of outcomes that can happen if you, uh, you know, if you do, uh, if you get caught with cannabis in particular, like, like colleges. I mean, it tripped me out when I thought, when I realized that if you got caught in your dorm room twisting up a jizze, that it was a felony. I remember back as a kid, like in at the science school, up in a room with the towel and all kinds of accoutrements to just keep ourselves out of prison. Meanwhile, the noise from the party ball ladies down the hall was very loud. They were throwing shirts out the window. They were dropping water balloons on people's head full of Kool-Aid and gasoline. Now, I'm starting to make stuff up. But again, it is what it is. And we're going to talk about it. Cannabis. Right after me, Stinky Arts Music Mart. Black Ring Ritual is also your Thursday. Again, D on Instagram. And then the other podcasting platforms you'll find me. Now, I think it's time to get into some music, if you ask me. Here's brand new Tedeschi Trucks Band. Here we go. Soul Sweet Song. KRWF 95.9. Ain't nothing chiller on your ears as... A brand new Tedeschi Trucks band with stinking Susan doing her whatever that is. But wow, I may have goosebumps. That was Soul Sweet Song. Brand new. That's off the I Am The Moon 4 Farewell EP from the Tedeschi Trucks band. Here on KRWF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org. Uh, programming on 95.9, KRWF, Radio Free Fargo. is being underwritten by Artecta Architects. Artecta combines art, technology, and architecture. They offer factory, prefabricated, modular building construction. To learn more, visit their website, artecta.com backslash modular. Their location is 26 Robert Street North, Suite A, 109 in downtown Fargo. Also the home of your boy, Wilson. Just not on the main floor. But I'm in the building. Actually, I'm the OG of the building. Uh, in July of this year, I will have lived in the Gardener 22 stinking years. Now, I don't know if I should brag about it, you know. And some people say, well, you know, are you going to live there forever? And I've been struggling with, you know, purification of air in that monstrosity, which was built in 1909. So if there's mold growing in any building downtown Vargo, maybe it's that one. You know what I'm saying? But again, I'm a trooper. 
and I'm going to keep rocking. You guys keep rocking. 420, we'll open a big fat bag of cannabis news. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about Measure 1 now for a few minutes. Measure 1, new approach North Dakota. This November, you can vote on recreational cannabis up to an ounce, three plants you can grow and that's exciting because, again, the the need for growing your own is just is rampant. Again, the the need for growing your own is just is rampant, you know, and especially with prices going up. It's the economically feasible way, you know, a garden, you know. How does your garden grow? It should grow green and it should have veggies and it should have medicine, you know, and uh with measure one, you're going to be able to have, you can grow three plants. And like I said, if you're just a green thumb or if you've got windows to the east or you're just kind of curious, now you can you can grow it for fun without any repercussions. And if you suck at it, okay, go to the store. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, cannabis legalization is getting a little closer here in the state of North Dakota. New approach, North Dakota drummed up the signatures we had a 10,000 signature surplus we're going to talk about nebraska bless their hearts man i mean they they don't even have medical yet and they're trying so hard and they got it looks like they got shot down again we'll talk about that at 420 but again these things left up to legislation i mean it's just it's not good so it's got to be we the people and we've got to rise up ourselves here and make sure measure one gets pushed through now I've been getting fed these informational emails, so shout out to you, and uh, we're going to uh, cover it again, But because again, even the Andrew Sadek, Sadek, I haven't heard that last name pronounced enough, so I don't know, so I'm just going to call him Andrew, but he was the guy that was found, you know, in the Red River with a weighted backpack, and it's hard to say why, there's speculation, but at the end of the day... He got scared for his freedom. He got threatened with prison time, life in prison. And they claim that because of what he said, he got he got slept with the fishes. Feel me? And that's no way for a kid to go, you know. But college campuses, their their penalties are severe. And we'll talk about that. And so we'll just kind of review it. Because, again, I know all these things. And I would imagine a lot of people that you do... But as we head into this voting season for cannabis legalization, it, it behooves me to mention these quickly and then we will uh, we will move on and talk about it at 420. All right. So I've got like a few minutes to get this done. So uh, anyway, uh, let's see. College Dreams, uh, you're ineligible for a federal student loan or grant. You can't rent an apartment from certain companies that do background checks. You can't join the military, which might be a blessing in disguise. You can't work at a daycare. You can't even live in a house with someone who's running a home daycare. You can't adopt a child. You can't work in certain industries. You won't li- they won't license a doctor, a lawyer, CPA teacher who has a drug charge. Fortunately, they view cannabis the same as crack. Now, check this out. There's an escalator clause that kicks in 1,000 feet from a school. Now, of course, you're thinking like kids, blah, blah, blah. No, it's also for colleges like NDSU. So just keep that in mind. So if you get busted with hash or concentrate on a college campus, it becomes a felony or an F-word with a $10,000 fine and up to 10 years in prison. And again, don't forget about Andrew, because essentially he was selling small amounts of cannabis in his dorm, ended up selling to a narc. 
They charged him with two felonies. He faced 40 years in federal prison. And at the end of the day, he got moited, they say. You know, so it's a horrible deal. So the only thing dangerous about cannabis is getting caught with it. And this November, make sure you stink and vote yes on measure one. Now, here's the cut down by Polyrhythmics 95.9. <laughs> that was the cut down polyrhythmics for you guys kind of talking to you with wilson every thursday we get in here for 20 open a big fat bag of cannabis news and that is what's got to happen right now you're listening to krwf 95.9 radio free fargo.org we're streaming everywhere boom so if you got a medical card why don't you get yourself to the freezer get some of those cold frozen circular things stick them in your long cinderellical tube Get yourself a lighter. Gurgle, gurgle. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, it's Phil from Canaheads. Like this episode? Hit that like button. And if you enjoy the show, hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on cannabis news local and national. Listen live on 95.9 in the Fargo, North Dakota region from 4 to 5 p.m. on Thursday. For our non-Fargo region friends, you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. Just search Canatalk ND with Wilson. Now enjoy the show. A big sack, everybody. How are you doing? Canatalk ND with Wilson. That's what you're locked into now. It's 420-ish. We're going to talk about cannabis legalization, the benefits of cannabis. But first and foremost, before I go further... Measure one, state of North Dakota, you're going to be able to vote on cannabis legalization, recreational, that's right, three plants, up to an ounce, and there's some other kind of nuances, you can look that up yourself, newapproachnorthdakota.org is the Facebook, well, it's the page, I think there's a Facebook page too, but be it as it may, make sure... November something, 26, I think. Maybe I'll find out for sure. But make sure you, uh, well, up to that point, what we need to be is we need to be vocal spokespersons for why cannabis should be allowed in a free society and in North Dakota. It's agriculturally productive. It's healthy. Um, and, and dare I say, if, if natives... In the reservation in South Dakota have banned alcohol for a hundred years and they're never going to allow alcohol of course it's still rampant of course so won't allow it on the reservations but cannabis they're selling freely that should tell you something because everybody knows alcohol and poverty on our nation's reservations is very prevalent and it's banned all right even the natives know it's horrible however they also know cannabis isn't and they've allowed it in with open arms. So that should tell you something. So November, be smart and vote yes on measure one. And let's get these, let's get our novice green thumbs on. Feel me? But again, can I talk and deal with Wilson every Thursday, 420. I talk to you about cannabis legalization. And again, if you're a North Dakota resident, make sure you're discussing it at your potlucks. See what I did there? Your family events. And make sure your entire group is on the page that you need to be. And that's yes on measure one. Okay. Now, let's keep cooking here. Now, Nebraska. We're going to talk about Nebraska first because it's just sad. Now, Nebraska. It, they've, they've been trying their darndest, dare I say, to get just medical on the ballot. They've used kids with severe health issues that are benefited from cannabis but the problem is is you got governor pricketts that's right pricketts now i think his name's ricketts but you know 
he keeps doing stuff like this, his name should be legally changed to Prickett's because this is just horrible. Now, cannabis moment. Nebraska officials will take a second look at signatures for rejected medical cannabis ballot measure. So again, with Senator Anna Wisher, bless her heart. I mean, Nebraska deserves medical cannabis. I mean, for as hard as they're fighting, it's just ridiculous that it isn't happening. And so, I mean, it's crazy. As a Christian, I pray for Nebraska that this would change because it it's a natural growing medicine that can be used for not medicine. I mean, you can make shoes out of it for crying out loud. And I would recommend that cannabis be grown all along the pipeline that's pushing oil out of our state because it would clean up any spills. Cannabis is amazing. Grow it next to your oil spill. It'll take care of business. And, and that's illegal. We don't want that around. People are crazy. But anyway, so Nebraska, well, as my reading it just two days ago, Nebraska's, they didn't, they didn't make the vote this year. And it was sad. You know, there's mothers hugging their children that could benefit from medical cannabis. It was horrible. Now, this isn't, you know, this is not a silver lining per se, but Nebraska officials are going to take a second look at the signatures for the rejected medical cannabis ballot measure in Nebraska. Are our adopted sister it's after south dakota but anyway uh the secretary of state's office has agreed to take another look at signatures submitted by a group uh they fell short of the requirements to qualify uh, the determine uh, the determination regarding the legal sufficiency of the petitions provided on monday still stands uh, on Monday, the Secretary of State announced that the two petitions submitted by the group had each fallen by about 9,000 signatures. Uh, They're short, about 9,000. Uh, the required 86,000 of registered voters, they were declared to have failed another requirement to submit signatures from at least 5% of registered voters in 38 of the state's 93 counties. And I'm not sure about all that. Meetings and discussions over the past few days led to an agreement Wednesday that another look would be given to some signatures that had been disqualified. Now, just think about it. Uh, each of them were 9,000 short, and that wasn't because they didn't have them. They had them. They had them. They kicked them out. They kicked them out. So, and, and they kicked out a couple thousand for us. So just imagine if we thought, well, a couple thousand over is plenty. Nah, it ain't. You know, so that's that's quintessential here is even if you think you've got the signatures, there's must be something they're looking at that you're not. You know, after analyzing the data from the SOS office, it came to our attention that not all the signatures have been put put have been put through the complete validation process. Oh, really? We believe that it's essential that every signature from every Nebraska be counted. Well, of course, said Chris Daggers. She was less sure that the reconsideration would reverse the failure of petition drive, but they're doing everything they can. And, and this isn't, these aren't actions motivated by criminal intent. These people aren't going, man, we just want a party, bro. No, this is medical cannabis by mothers, all right, and grandmas who would like their hip to feel a little better. You see what I'm saying? These, I mean, the criminals aren't even going to vote, probably. And the youngsters that you think that are sitting outside, you know, family fair on a tailgate, getting ready to, you know, drive into poles and hit your children in a residential area, they ain't going to vote either. Chances are. Now, if you're a youngster and you're listening to me, stinking vote. Because we need you. And there's enough of you, you can make this happen. So I'm kidding about all that. We love you, young people. Go vote. Yes on Measure 1. Okay, so 
Outcome unknown. What the outcome is is that it remains unknown. Uh, her group appreciates that the Secretary of State is willing to take another look, and there's no pointing fingers. But I can point fingers. Governor Prickett sucks. Why? Because he uses his own thought process, his own ignorance, his own ideologue of cannabis medically for that reason and he politically spins it because I, I suppose he ima- he imagines that the majority still thinks it like he does but there's just there's just too many cases where that's not the case and we're going to talk about the other guy that's a teacher who's in prison who hasn't got the alkalades in russia hasn't been able to talk to his wife and he had a medical card he's got severe pain that he's managing and he's in prison now I get it Russia sucks I get it but I don't get losing your life for a medicine that's making your life better like what kind of what kind of trade-off is that so we really need to get our act together Nebraska you got to come on you got to come on with it you know what I mean and North Dakota we got we gotta take care of you come on to North Dakota once we pass this thing you know I'll get your motel room wisher just kidding I'm broke you can stay at my place. Just kidding. I only got one bed. And it isn't even a bed. It's just kind of a couple cushion fashion, fancy cushions pressed between two hard things that don't move. So, you know, you'll probably have to get your own room. But come on to North Dakota once Measure 1 passes. So anyway, uh, messages left Wednesday were not immediately returned. So it's unclear exactly how many signatures are being reconsidered. But requests by the examiner were disc- uh, of why they were disqualified had not produced a result, which is interesting, you know. Ever since the Mondays announced that the medical cannabis effort had failed, advocates have been digging into data as to why 21,000 of the 98,000 signatures had not been counted. Um, again, you can say, I don't know, 800 of them were drunk idiots outside a bar, and they're like, hey, H-E, double hockey sticks, yes, I'll sign your... You know, and they sign like Bugs Bunny because they're they're idiots, you know, but 21,000 of them for medical cannabis. Mm, I don't I you know, it's all speculative, but Nebraska really deserves medical cannabis. It, there's just there's no viable argument outside of the prick being in charge is a prick. Governor Bricketts. It's not unusual for a percentage of signatures on such initiative petitions to be thrown out. In fact, organizers, they try to submit thousands more SIGs needed because of it. So uh, they got to be voters. They got to sign petitions intended for the county in which they live. Now, you might get hemmed up like that. Now, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. See, that makes sense. Because we'd have people visiting Fargo when we were petitioning and the See, that don't make any sense. I mean, do they need to sign in, a, like, Becker County? I don't know. I, that's interesting. I, I don't understand that. Because that would apply to some percentage, you know, especially if you're in Fargo, a lot of people visit from other counties. So it's not also unusual to see lawsuits filed after petitions for ballot and issues, ballot issues are submitted. So there are also requirements for circulators that must be followed. Each petition must be notarized. But two years ago, they turned in more than enough, and uh, the Supreme Court tossed it because it violated the state's single-subject rule, just like South Dakota. So just how quickly the Secretary of State's office can complete a second look is unsure. But, uh, man, let's hope that uh, let's hope that runs through, you know. But anyway, advocates question New South Dakota poll showing cannabis legalization measure trailing despite success of 2020 ballot. 
Um, so this is interesting, and everybody knows polls are funny. All right, polls are funny, but they did a new poll signals that public opinion has potentially shifted on the issue. Now I don't know how. How could it? You know. Um, but advocates like my boy Matthew, he's uh, taking it with a grain of salt. He points out that key findings don't comport with the 2020 election, and I don't know about any of that. But this new poll shows 43.8 is for and 54.4 is against. And again, this was something that had already been passed. I mean, they passed it, you know, they found. So we'll see. Uh, Schweck said Sioux Falls specific results countered every other poll we've ever done. Uh, the reality is that cannabis legalization is good policy, works well. Voters don't turn their backs on the policy because they see that this is a good st- decision for the state. Additionally, while a majority of those 18 to 34 said they back legalization uh, at 54%, the new surveys show that the age group with the second highest level of support was among those 65 and older, which bucks past polling, not just in South Dakota, but nationally, as the oldest demographic has historically been most resistant to adult use legalization. So he doesn't think we're at 44%. And I, I mean, polls are kind of dumb, kind of dumb. And so Christy, she's even came out acting like she's for this stuff, you know. So let's do a little lighthearted stuff here. Now, Afro Man, I was going to go to work and then I got high. That was, it's, the, it's the anthem. I mean, Afro Man, what a, what a gangster, right? Well, they raided his home. Cops raid Afro Man's home looking for drugs and only find trace amounts of cannabis, which is kind of ironic, right? I mean, Afro Man, he's got zoot suits that are cannabis leaves. I mean, I feel like I smelled him when he was in Fargo. Like his backpack was gnarly. All right. Ohio police, they raided Afro Man's home on Sunday in search of drugs and ultimately turned up nothing besides a few bowls. And there's, uh, it's medically uh, allowed, and there's decrim. So Afroman, whose legal name is Joseph Foreman, he's known before for his Because I Got High song. Uh, he's also done a positive remix, which I've uh, played on this show. And, of course, name any rapper, and they probably mentioned cannabis at least once in their rhymes. Now they get out weapons. Look, the dude is aiming at the house because I got a vape pen, the 48-year-old Afroman said over the Instagram video. Uh, the weekend drug raid occurred when Afro Man and his family were away were, home, were away from home. Uh, security uh, security video footage, and you can check this out on Instagram and stuff. He videoed it all. Um, it shows the police first breaking down the door, storming the house with SWAT-style shields and guns drawn. Afro says, "Good thing my kids weren't home. They finally kicked my door down." Other posts show the cops turning his home inside out, rummaging through drawers, trashing his place. In the end, it turned up a few uh, joints, a vape pen, and some CBD products. See, even Afro, even old Afro man know what up. You know what I mean? CBD, I'm on CBD now. I picked up a little something, something on my way over here. It's like something you put under your tongue. It's also got ginseng and stuff. And man, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling okay. They didn't have to run up my driveway with AR-15s as Afro and all kinds of assault weapons. I would have gladly just given that to him, referring to the to joint and the CBD. Ohio legalized cannabis in 2016. That same year, the state also decrimmed rec and adult use. Possession of less than 100 grams without a doctor's approval can result in a mere fine of 150. Possession of 100 grams or 200 grams can net a $250 fine up to 30 days in prison, which they got to mean jail. However, according to Afroman's statement, the police likely didn't find even close to 100 grams. The average joint is like one, and most vape cartridges are similar amounts. 
As for the hemp and CBD, those became federally legal in the U.S. in 2018. Where are the guns? Where's the dope? What if you don't find anything, he said. Are you going to make my bed back, hang my suits back up, put my door back on the hinges? Does anybody have Ben Crump's phone number, he says. Benjamin Crump's a civil rights attorney best known for successfully representing families of Ahmed Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. If you're wondering. The raid on Afroman's home is yet another perfect example for why we need to legalize not just cannabis, but we should also decriminalize and defelonize drug possession nationwide. Raids of this sort often get people injured or even killed. You hear that, North Dakota? Well, yes, I measure one. Which includes innocent family members, bystanders, and yes, even the police officers conducting the raid. And just for an FYI, in the case of Breonna Taylor, police fabbed evidence to illegally justify a drug-related search. On her residence, she was killed by a cop's stray bullet while she slept in her bed, and the cops did not find any drugs or contraband in Taylor's home. So, I mean, I, I thought that was crazy when I was looking for articles, you know, I was like, Afro man got raided? This late in the game? I mean, they should have raided him years ago. I mean, now you raid him? It's legal? He's got, I mean, just because this guy is flamboyant doesn't make him a dum-dum. You know, and I'm not surprised at all. He's not like he's not a he's just a guy who understands the benefits of cannabis and utilizes it in his day to day. And I'd like to do that, too. But in the state of North Dakota, they hate me. Dennis Rodman. This is from High Times. Dennis Rodman proposes to negotiate Russia. Brittany Griner's release. Now, this is interesting. So NBA star Rodman wants to test his powers of persuasion in Moscow. Apparently him and Putin are homies. They're their home. Yeah, they're home skillets. They're bro bros. Never want to shy away from springing into action on the fly. Dennis Rodman announced his mission to aid in the recovery. He's like, you guys can't do it. I'll take care of it. Send me over to stinking Moscow. I've got a meeting at noon with Putin. I'm bringing a couple joints. We'll take care of it. So, Brittany, she was sentenced over nine years in prison. And we're going to talk about Mark Fogel, who's been there for over a year. He's a teacher with a bad back. And we need to be giving him some shine. We need to be getting him back to his wife is what we need to be doing. You know, and let Rodman handle Brittany. Because <laughs> I would imagine he's going to handle it, you know? No red tape, no policies he's got to adhere to. He just flies over, books a, books a three o'clock with Putin, my man. And goes, hey, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You want me to bring you a sandwich? Listen, I brought you some Sandy's donuts. Is that going to work? I got you a cruller. You want a cruller? Send Brittany home. Okay, cool. I got permission to go to Russia to help that girl, Robin told NBC News. I'm trying to go this week. Okay. A senior Biden official seemed to suggest he wasn't amused by Robin's intentions, of course, because the White House is supposed to be taking care of business, and they should just make, make it legal in the, in, uh, in the U.S. It's public info that the administration has made a significant offer to the Russians. Of course, they've ignored Mark Fogel, which I'm going to harp on until that gets done, because... I don't think Brittany should be out if Mark gets to, if, if Mark don't get to. You know, she should spend the nine if he's got to spend the ten. When Griner was detained, she just had 0.7 grams of oil. Since then, Griner's case has become a divisive political flashpoint. Meanwhile, Mark Fogel is eating rat feces and trying to get a message to his wife through an interpreter. Who's a prisoner. You know, it's not a real interpreter. And sentenced her to nine and a half years in prison. So Robin's plan is uh, it couldn't interfere with the Biden's administration plan to trade prisoners. But again, only Paul and Brittany, as, as mentioned, no Mark Fogel. So I say screw them until they get Mark Fogel involved in this whole exchange. Otherwise, let Robin go do his thing. 
Of course, officials don't want anyone to meddle in the exchange, of course. Uh, They issued a level four travel advisory on behalf of Americans considering stepping foot in Russia amid war. Do not travel to Russia due to the unprovoked whatever. They said exercise increased caution due to wrongful detentions. Rodman, however, he added that he knows Putin, quote unquote, too well. Robin's power of persuasion had been used before. He cozied up to uh, Kim Jong-un, making multiple visits. They, uh, they hung out together. They partied. Uh, Robin claimed it was because of a letter he wrote to Kim Jong-un uh, that North Korea released American missionary Kenneth Bay, who had been in prison for over two and a half years. Robin is also friendly to Russia, specifically Putin. He visited Moscow in 2014. These relationships uh, have made Twitter, well, a bit suspicious. Uh, Dennis Rodman is heading to Russia. This is a Twitter uh, post. Dennis Rodman is heading to Russia with the hope of getting Brittany Griner home and to add another dictator to his collection. Uh, Rodman's relationship with cannabis is fairly complicated. It turns out I don't smoke cannabis or use any illegal drugs. That's not my deal. I just get high on life. However, he's invested in Potcoin, a cryptocurrency designed for the legal cannabis industry. But weed may not be Robin's thing per se, but it's very common in the modern NBA. Jay Williams famously told Fox Business that he estimates 75 to 80% of NBA basketball players smoke cannabis offseason for a bunch of reasons. And none of them are for partying, really. It's it's all recovery. That's that's what I don't understand people don't get, you know. But anyway, South Dakota governor pledges to implement cannabis legalization of voters approved ballot initiative this time right now i i don't know why she's changed her tune i'll tell you why she says that she did um but again we they voted it through last voting season and she used taxpayers money to to create a lawsuit so Christie made the latest comments at an event attempting to explain why she's taking a different approach to citizen-led reform this round by saying that it's written more appropriately towards the Constitution. That's where she is. So, but advocates aren't quite buying it. I don't know. I, I don't know. If she wasn't so stinking pretty. Nah, just kidding. Now that she's up for re-election, some suspect that the pivot is an attempt to align herself with a popular issue. To avoid another legal challenge, uh, SDBML did take a narrow or, you know, they just, they made it narrowly tailored approach to legalization. So that may be why she's into it. Um, but the idea that Noam, who voted a hemp reform bill, who vetoed a hemp reform bill in 2019 and actively urged voters to oppose the adult use measure in TV ads is now content to implement legalization of voters approve it has raised some eyebrows. So we'll see. The governor has taken steps to align herself. Uh, we'll see. But uh, last year, she spent a significant amount of money running ads to present herself as a responsible steward of medical cannabis, even though just months before she advocated for legislation to severely delay implementation of the medical law. So there's a lot of double speak here. Uh, there's a Jamie Smith, who I know is, uh, is the minority, House Minority Leader. Uh, he's running against her. So... Christy Nomi says, sued the voters the first time we approved recreational cannabis. It's suspicious that the sudden change of heart conveniently happens during an election year. So we'll see that how that plays out. And then we'll talk about this quick. Uh, you're listening to Canada Talking D with Wilson here on Radio Free Fargo. 95.9 KRWF is the call letters. I'm glad you guys are listening to me talk about cannabis and the benefits of it. Again, if you're living under a rock, measure one is the soon uh, soon approaching November ballot measure allowing cannabis recreationally up to an ounce 
and up to three plants you can grow. So if you're not aware of that, now you are. It's exciting. Make sure you get out and vote. Now, this is Cannabis Moment, and I wanted to mention bipartisan senators demand justice for another citizen imprisoned over cannabis medically. Uh, Again, Mark Fogel is facing a disproportionate 14-year sentence over possessing less than an ounce that he's registered to use as a medical patient in Pennsylvania. Now, again, he should have known that before he went to Russia. Well, so did Brittany, and and so did uh, that other guy. Right? So how come he isn't included? You know, he, he just gets ignored. So, Brittany, who was similarly sentenced, uh, she's also authorized to use in Arizona. Mr. Fogel's recent 14-year sentence to a maximum security penal colony for possession of less than an ounce can only be understood as a political ploy by Putin. Uh, Fogel, a 61-year-old with severe medical conditions and a teacher, has already been detained for a year. The U.S. cannot stand by as Mr. Fogel wastes away in a Russian hard labor camp. I, I agree. They said that as the State Department continues to negotiate the the release of Griner, Fogel's case warrants the same degree of political attention. We strongly urge the State Department to shift its strategy given the realities in Fogel's situation and act immediately to designate him as wrongfully detained because until he is, he gets no love. Such a designation will provide a warranted level of support to Mark Fogel's family after a year of communication with Mr. Fogel only via mail and most importantly will require the envoy to secure Mr. Fogel's freedom. So that's what Rodman needs to do. And so that's, uh, that's where we are. Uh, Florida Department of Corrections officer sues after being fired for cannabis medically. A medical cannabis patient, combat vet, salute to you, sir, and a former Florida Department of Correction officer who was fired after testing positive on a random drug test is now suing the state, arguing his constitutional rights were violated. Former Florida Department of Corrections officer suing the state. Uh, he argues violated his rights. Uh, Minardi told Fox 13 that he believes his client and other medical patients should have the same protection in the workforce as others that use prescription meds that are controlled substance, for sure. If you're on opiates in a drug-free workplace and you test positive, not under the influence, you're permitted to show your prescription from a doctor to show a justification why you have it in your system. We believe people in the state of Florida should have that same protection for medical cannabis. Here, here. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. The Florida Department of Corrections drug-free work policy prohibits the use of illegal drugs on or off duty. Drug means alcohol, including distilled spirits, wine, malt, and liquors. Amphetamines, cannabinoids, cocaine, PCP, methoqualone, whatever that is. You know what I don't see in here? You know what I don't see in here? You know what I mean? No fentanyl. They ain't testing for fentanyl. They should. I know people only smoking fentanyl. I know people that used to be on heroin, coke, and speed, and even benzos. And now they just want nothing but fentanyl. It used to be laced in their stuff. Now they just want the fentanyl. So why aren't they testing for that? But anyway, shout out to this guy. We wish Samuel the best. And we're going to keep moving. Um, this is kind of an interesting thing here. Up, uptight British politician briefly opposes capitalism and nukes after smoking cannabis. So a wealthy British lord may end up getting permanently banned from entering the U.S., after he admitted to the press he smoked a joint in Colorado. Now, you'll want to check this out yourself. This is maryjane.com. And uh, his weekly column, Finkelstein, explained that even though he doesn't... Finkelhorn is a man! Even though he doesn't consume tobacco, alcohol, or coffee, he didn't want to turn 60 without having tried cannabis at least once. So, on a recent trip to Colorado, he decided to score some. 
So they carefully researched the uh, regulations. They did everything. He goes, the effect wasn't great. It didn't change my life. He said, uh, after a second drag, he told others that he had now decided he was against capitalism and nukes. But in truth, he was just the same as before, except very gently mellow. And we're going to wrap up kind of talking to you with Wilson with that. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate all the listeners. And I'm going to keep doing it. Programming on KRWF. Radio Free Fargo 95.9 has been underwritten by Flatland Guitar and Luthery. Flatland Guitars, your full-service guitar shop, your exclusive dealer for Yamaha, Taylor, Paul, Reed Smith Guitars, and other brands. They sell guitars on consignment, they take trade-ins, and have a full-service on-site repair center. Check out Flatland Guitar and Luthery on Facebook, or visit them in person at 1450 25th Street South in Fargo. Their hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, Saturdays 10 to 5, and closed on the Lord's Day. Up after me is Stinky Arts Music Mart. We're going to play a little songy poo for you guys and then we'll wrap this thing up this is trace hermanos featuring dan auerbach you're welcome well that there was trey hermanos featuring dan auerbach here on care of 95.9 radio free fargo.org streaming wherever kind of talking to you with wilson every thursday i get up in here right after side stage with trav one to three 420 open a big fat bag of cannabis news this thursday was no different directly following me and i can assure you by the stench twitch of my nose as stinky arts music mart is up in just a few minutes so stay tuned for that this show is brought to you by black cottage alchemy black cottage alchemy on facebook black or you can scurry downtown any way you can get down here tochi products also has the uh body butter and the other items and come on down and uh, pick up something again you're always going to want the body butter on hand and you're supporting the people who support me in cannabis legalization. Now, again, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, measure one. It's a cannabis legalization measure. It's going to happen in November. Three plants up to an ounce. Let's get this thing done. It's exciting. I'll be talking about it every Thursday until uh, it's voting day. So you can assure I'll be talking about it again next Thursday. I'm going to jump out of here. You guys have been great. I've been great. The weather's been awesome. Stay tuned for Stinky Arts Music Mart. Educate yourselves on the benefits of cannabis so you can educate others on said benefits. And we'll see you back on Thursday. Here's David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace. <laughs>